Hi, beautiful being. Welcome to Primally Nourished. I'm your host, Bridget Woolley, nutritional therapist, nervous system optimizer, embodiment and trauma awareness coach. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of inspiration, information, and effective strategies in the realms of health, movement, mindset, and all things personal growth. My mission with each episode is to help you navigate your health and to create consistent and sustainable habits that align with your personal values through accessible, holistic, and functional nutrition, mindset, and lifestyle education. The focus of this podcast is to share about experiences from my own life, as well as the regular patterns and questions I see in my practice as a holistic health practitioner, and to inspire you on your own unique journey to vibrant health. Hello, welcome to today's episode. I have a lot of thoughts um, about the topic of today and what I want to share. And um, yeah, I'm in this week. uh, This is always like a really powerful week for me. The week between Christmas and New Year's, I really love just kind of like sitting with this time and it really being a space of reflection. Um, as what I've come to learn over the years is that reflection helps me know more of where I've come from. I think a lot of times in the past I, um, would get so wrapped up in the like momentum of things and okay, just like going from one thing to the next and, um, not really taking much time to slow down and reflect on my journey and celebrate myself. And um, there's this concept I love uh, talking about um, with myself and with clients and me and Brittany have been reflecting on it this week. And it's kind of like, what, what can you do? You know, I think a lot of us can have these like big visions with our goals. Okay. So like, oh, like something that we can do in 10 years or five years, but what could you do in one year? And then what if you keep kept showing up, you know, every year with like small, not even small, just like consistency. I was going to say like small baby steps. Um, maybe initially baby steps are great. Like, okay, I have these like really big, beautiful goals. What are the small steps to get there? Okay. I'm going to like commit to those steps, uh, consistency with those steps in one, this one year. Right, because like over time, if we keep doing that in five to 10 years, things are significantly different. And I've really been, I might get emotional (laughs) because I've really been reflecting on my life. Um, And just like where I am today. And it's so beautiful to me. And I couldn't even envisioned it I couldn't even have envisioned it 10 years ago. Uh, And so it's, yeah, it's just like been really profound for me to sit with. And I'm going to share a little bit more of my story. And um, I don't know if I've ever shared some of some of the parts of this story. Um, Just kind of like more of my adolescent years and the way I used to live my days and uh, and not take care of myself. Like I, <laughs> I would say the way, 
Um, I spend my days now and the way I live and nourish and love and care for myself is quite the opposite of where I came from and, and where I was at in my late teens and early 20s. And so uh, I've just really been sitting with that this this week and just like reflecting on it with Brittany and um, really like loving myself um, and celebrating my journey. And it's really cool because <laughs> today or tomorrow, um, when I release this podcast on de- December 29th, we'll be starting a Mercury, Mercury retrograde in Capricorn. And it lasts about three weeks. And the, the theme of this, this retrograde is learning how to give ourselves support without it being a dynamic that involves self-punishment. And so my last, in my last episode, I touched on this a bit, celebrating ourselves and how powerfully our system responds to celebration rather than punishment. Like, or not even punishment, but like, oh, I didn't do enough. Oh, like, I'm, I'm kind of getting there, but it could be better. Um, right. So like not, but what if you were like to shift that into like, wow, you did a great job. Like you had three meals today. Um, and, or just like, yeah, using that as a small example, just like, um, maybe they weren't perfect meals, but you nourished yourself three times today. Um, that's a great thing to celebrate, um, rather than beating ourselves up for not doing it perfectly. And, and, I think that's a really powerful shift or has been a really powerful shift for me is uh, really celebrating the small things because they add up over time. And yeah, just like celebrating our journey with loving kindness. What a gift. Um, So this kind of like starts off a conversation about our safety and empowerment and change, right? Some of us maybe don't feel safe and change or in celebrating ourselves. Maybe that feels like uncomfortable. Maybe we weren't modeled that in childhood. Um, maybe we, we haven't spent much time celebrating ourselves or maybe we have. Um, but I really like to talk about subtle change and celebrating the subtle change because over time, yeah, <laughs> it really adds up and this being a time of, right, like what does a retrograde mean? Um, a retrograde means for me, a lot of uh, Mercury retro- retrograde can have like a negative connotation, like, oh, it's not a time to make decisions. And, you know, the internet doesn't work right. And like, there's just like a lot of um, chaoticness or fear maybe around Mercury retrograde. And, and I think it's such a powerful time to rest and reflect reframe, slow down, tune in. Um, It's kind of like a lot of these RE words and yeah, reclaim. Um, Yeah, really Capricorn is about owning your signature energy. So um, do you know your energetic makeup? You know how this is a wonderful time to step back um, 
from comparing or from following trends or others or um, and really tune into your own intuition and reclaim what truly nourishes your soul and allow yourself to dream and keep rewriting the story of yourself right like allow yourself to envision your dreams that um, you know the big dreams allow yourself to really really dream and that was one thing I was always scared of doing was like dreaming or believing I was worthy um, and this week has been so impactful for me to really look back on how that used to show up in my daily actions how I really wasn't modeled to take care of myself really well and I didn't really grow up with with parents who were emotionally intelligent or um right my parents were really young when they had me and so I think they were still right like learning how to take care of themselves and so um I I became independent really really young and I feel like I never um maybe really allowed myself to be a kid and I I moved out of my house at a really young age um I think right um I got arrested um I think my mother called the cops on me for um uh, it's hard to remember like the the chronological order of things but uh I was at my girlfriend's house when they showed up and arrested me and brought me home and um it was interesting my parents were kind of like going through a, a divorce at the time I really didn't want to be home I had been working since I was 15 um just like paying for a lot of my own stuff uh, feeling pretty independent feeling like just like not um, maybe respecting my parents at the time like I was kind of in this this place of like I can do everything myself um which which makes a lot of sense to me given the way um I was raised and grew up and um my parents wounds and um and so I got arrested um and brought home and the police officer told me like hey you can move out of your house um when you turn 17 in Texas and I was like wow my birthday is in like a few weeks and I'm going to be 17 this can be my senior year of high school and I don't have to live with my parents like I was so stoked about it and so <clears throat> I ended up getting this townhouse with my friends and um, I think it was four of us that lived together and right summer before senior year of high school just like all moving in together partying um, and then also like right like have kind of being the only group of people that had their own place senior year of high school so we just there was always people at our house epic parties um so it was like me and my girlfriend that lived together and three of our friends and we all lived in this house <laughs> and it was just insane um I had no idea how to take care of myself and let me tell you um just kind of before before this before um I grew up in California and my parents moved me to Amarillo when I was 15 it was the middle of my sophomore year um, 
I was in love in California. I was just like skateboarding and playing in a band and like doing all this cool stuff and just like really in my flow, had my friends that I grew up with. And all of a sudden we were moving to Amarillo and I'd been there before because we have family that lives there. And I knew what Amarillo was. It was just like the epitome of Texas, right? Like churches and tumbleweeds and oil fields and uh, little towns and farms and um, yeah, just like not much going on. And uh, when I got there, I was just so mad. I was so mad at my parents, just like having to start life over as a queer 15 year old in Amarillo, Texas. Um, so kind of from then I, I, I was just like lashing out, um, just like really angry and mad. And I started getting heavily into drugs and alcohol. I grew, uh, growing up, I was really involved with like sports and being outdoors and like being very physical. And, um, from a young age, I was like racing BMX and riding motorcycles and, uh, playing soccer and, um, just like staying really busy. I think I was very active and independent from a young age. So I was just like always uh, running the streets of my hometown with my friends on my skateboarder, on my bike. Um, just really actively involved in community and school and, um, yeah, that always felt really good for me. And then when I moved to Amarillo, I kind of let go of all those things because, right, angry, kind of lashing out. Um, I started playing soccer again when I moved to Amarillo and I got caught doing drugs in the locker room <laughs> and I got kicked off the team. My coach at the time was really cool and actually didn't tell the principal. Um, and yeah, I got kicked off the team and um, that was probably one of the worst things that could have happened because then I just started like skipping school and not giving a shit and, um, yeah, just like hanging out with my girlfriends. Um, and this was like right when I was 15, just like, and, and I'm going to get explicit here and kind of like talk about the, the intricacies a little bit and the drugs I was doing. And, you know, at that time I was smoking meth. Um, so a lot of people probably wouldn't guess that about me if they, um, and kind of like knew who I was today and just like what I stand for and uh, the way I live. And so, yeah, I was smoking meth. I was doing cocaine. I was popping pills. I was drinking heavily. I was having sex. I was, um, yeah, skipping school. I was lying and stealing and cheating and, uh, but just like really in all of the toxic behaviors. Uh, that you could possibly be involved in. And I was really good at disguising it and lying about it. Um, I thought I was. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe I wasn't at the, uh, yeah. Um, where was I going with that? Um, right, so just kind of like starting off um, in this new town um, with these really toxic behaviors. And that just kind of like spiraling uh, becoming kind of a, let's say like functioning addict. Um, I don't like to use that word too often, but it, at that time I, I was addicted to these substances, these stimulants, because I was unhappy. I was angry. I was suppressing so many emotions that I didn't know how to deal with. 
Um, and, you know, I'm not going to get into just kind of like the trauma um, of my early, early years. Maybe I'll, I'll do that in another topic, but I specifically want this episode to be about nourishing myself and the daily habits, patterns, uh, lifestyle habits I was choosing at the time and kind of like where I, yeah, the, the, the journey of then to now. Because uh, a lot of, I think a lot of people don't know this about me. And it just feels, it's been feeling really uh, alive in my system. And I imagined, I imagined for many years, I, <laughs> um, I have shared about this at, at different times, but maybe haven't shared about it in a while or I've like, suppressed parts of it or haven't wanted to talk about it fully or um and here I am talking about it because it feels so powerful to be vulnerable um and I imagine a lot of people can relate with my story um and and also like this is the stuff I do um with clients um I feel like I, I naturally maybe attract a lot of clientele and individuals that have had maybe a similar upbringing or similar parts of themselves expressed. Maybe that's addiction, um, uh, drugs, alcohol, uh, pain, trauma, abuse. Um, so yeah, it just feels important to, to share more here and to connect on a deeper level with the world and um yeah <laughs> and so um where am I here I'm kind of jumping around there's so many parts I want to touch on and I think what feels important to talk about next is kind of how out of control things got um, especially because like living on my own at the age of 17, um, and I don't think my parents were, was were aware of what I was doing. Like I said, I was, I was pretty good at hiding it for the most part, kind of being a functioning addict. I held a job. I was making good money. Uh, I was making decent grades. Um, I think I was really good at like covering it up. And so, um, yeah, that just turned into always being on something. I think from the age of 16 to 20 to 21 ish, there wasn't many times that I was sober or fully aware of my emotions, um, fully aware of what I was feeling. I was just kind of like riding the wave of stimulants, always needing to be high, always needing to get a fix. Um, I was kind of an adrenaline junkie and I still am today in ways it's much healthier and balanced. <laughs> um, but yeah, just, just riding those waves of adrenaline and, um, which is kind of like what led me to serious burnout and adrenal fatigue. I, I share this story where at the age of like 23, 24, I just crashed. Um, my whole system shut down and I literally just rested for a year rested and learned how to feed myself, learned how to take care of myself. And I'm so grateful <laughs> for that experience because, right, that's kind of like was the pivotal point of my healing journey and leading me into down the rabbit hole of all the facets of the works, the works I do today. 
but um my body so right like when we are constantly addicted or searching for stimulation our body is chronically pumping out adrenaline cortisol stress hormone um to where my system like i needed it as right this is this is a kind of a cool thing to learn about addiction is like I think a lot of times people become addicted to stimulants or substances or or searching for that high because when we remove the source of pumping the adrenaline it kind of just feel feel empty um tired and the adrenaline the stimulants would help me feel alive and so um, it was almost like if I had slowed down enough to actually feel the impact of my childhood, of my move, of um, my relationship with my parents, then I would have crashed. They would have been so overwhelming for me at that time. And I didn't have the tools or someone to look up to or the resources. And so I was just running. I was running from the pain. I was running from um, listening to myself, getting to know myself, holding myself, allowing myself to be held. um, Because it it wasn't the time. (laughs) And I just attracted toxic relationship, my relationship at that time with my high school partner was really abusive and confusing. Um, and, um, yeah, just like physically, emotionally abusive on both ends, right? Just like no awareness, um, of like, compassion of honesty of vulnerability um on t- coupled with uh, you know she was also very addicted to drugs um at that time and um so yeah so let's talk about right like the house i lived in there was constant parties constant good i don't even know how i made it through my senior year of high school um uh, just like would I remember would just like smoke out of this giant gravity bong before I would go to school every day, um, pop some Adderall to get through the day. Just like constant <laughs> stimulation, snorting cocaine in the bathroom. Like it was, it was like a real thing. And so it feels very vulnerable for me to share all this, and also almost like comical to reflect on. Um, that or not comical, but uh, interesting. I think because. It's really hard to imagine my, like, doing those things now. Um, And also, I really understand why. Um, I really understand the depth of pain I was in. And um, maybe a lot of people uh, can be in sometimes. And maybe their story isn't as extreme as mine. Or maybe it is. Maybe it's more extreme. Um different you know we're all so different we all have traumas we all grow up with pain and confusion and hurt and you know this is why i feel like talking about this thing feels really important uh at this time it feels really really dear to my heart to to share more of this and and um 
throughout my life, um, not only was I right, poisoning my body and my mind and my heart and my soul <laughs> with, with what I was doing um, in terms of substances, but I also like didn't know how to eat. Um, I would say from the time I was like, man, I don't know, 12, 13, 14, to 21, I was eating fast food for every single meal. And that's not really an understatement. I was just living on fast food, fried food, sodas, cigarettes, drugs, um, just like the, yeah, just like every meal. Um, or I was like, you know, if I was cooking at the time, I was like top ramen or macaroni and cheese or, um, yeah, something like that. And, um, it's crazy to me to like think um that 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 was like what I grew up with um and that's just like um and I think that's kind of a theme for a lot of people is like we weren't really or for me like I wasn't really taught how to nourish myself how to take care of myself um and then I created this extreme environment that put me on my knees <laughs> just like put me in bed like really like I was in bed for a year um because my fatigue was so extreme and once I slowed down well before that happened so let me take it back so I was 21 years old and maybe I was maybe it was right before I was 21 um but I had this group of friends I would hang out with and there's like 15 to 20 of us we would just like party all the time kind of do everything together um and I was at this bar and we were all hanging out, doing our usual thing. And I had a drink in my hand and I can like feel the moment. Um, I was in downtown Austin and I set my drink down on the table and I walked out. It was like in that moment, right? Like I saw, it was like everything stopped. And I was like, whoa, where did you go? Hey, Bridget, where? where are you? Um, right? Like, where did that young being go who was vibrant and excited about life and like playing music and playing sports and really in their body and, um, yeah, just like a lover and a nurturer and, um, yeah, like what, what happened to that? Like, how did you go so many years without truly looking at yourself right without like truly looking at them in the mirror um right I, I didn't create any time to slow down I was just running on that adrenaline running from all the pains and right so that was kind of like a huge shift for me it was just like this aha moment where like the part of me that I had suppressed like came through and I was like seeing it was almost like this like this other person or this other entity um, had been running the show for so long. And all of a sudden, like, my soul came forth again. And I just set my drink down, walked out, and I never looked back. Um, and I, I had to, at that time, I, I immediately quit talking to everyone in my life. Um, not like everyone, but that group of friends. And I, um, I started running. I went vegan. I, um, I was just doing everything possible to get myself back online and to um 
kind of distract myself from the thought of like drinking or doing drugs and um and kind of like looking back on that I was like kind of like trading one habit one addiction for another like getting really wrapped up and um I just like also didn't let myself slow down fully I was like okay now I've got to like do this and like um I'm gonna sign up for a bodybuilding competition and I'm gonna do this and that and that and just like kind of like I'm going to this like health (laughs) extreme um and so fast forward like just like getting really wrapped up in bodybuilding and dieting and fitness and um just like that whole world um after being wrapped up in that for a couple years I crashed um and I'm trying to think of like how it happened at that time it was like Um, oh, me and my partner separated. Um, and I think it hurt me so much at that time. Um, it kind of like numbed me out, um, or like brought me to my knees and just like, it's like, oh, I really got to look at just like all of these things. Um, and to realize like how... yeah just like how how i haven't slowed down in the last 10 years and once my adrenaline stopped um right so how i was talking about the substances fueling my adrenaline this time it was like exercise that was fueling my adrenaline so i was kind of like a chronic exerciser (laughs) um just like constantly needing to move or just feeling like shit, feeling irritable, feeling fatigued, um, undernourished, underfed, um, right? Like my system, um, just like thinking of all the damage, uh, from drugs and alcohol and the foods I was eating for most of my life. Um, and then I switched to a bit healthier diet, more of like a dieting concept. So I was like under eating and counting calories and on that whole bandwagon. Um, and that was, um, yeah, kind of like a huge turning point for me was like, oh, I just like, I slowed down from the running from the adrenaline and my system was just like had nothing left I had like the most severe chronic fatigue and adrenal fatigue Um, and that set me um, I I, I, yeah I really took a year to, to slow down I was working with a functional medicine doctor learning how to rest, how to nourish myself, how to reset my circadian rhythm, how to heal my adrenals and my thyroid and my cycle, um, how to, how to eat real food, how to not be scared of calories, how to feel my emotions, how to meditate, how to quiet my mind, how to cultivate a rhythm of vitality uh, deeply within me so many things it was like this year of like felt like a monk I was like I was living with my friend at the time and he had a home has a home in Austin and uh, lived mostly in Costa Rica and so I was like at this home mostly by myself and just like not talking to like anyone really except like my close friends and family and 
um, some practitioners I was working with and um, just like meditating and eating and breathing and crying and feeling and holding myself and um, and going through really intense waves of depression and confusion and stuckness and like feeling like I was going to be stuck there forever and like I had lost everything I loved I, right like I loved movement <laughs> um, I loved uh, creating and connecting and playing and um yeah so many things and I just like I couldn't do any of it like I was literally just like alone feeling things for for a while minus like a few uh, close connections that really helped me through through that time period um and from then I, I right like I started I went to uh, nutritional therapy school so that was like my first pivoting point after working with all these different uh, holistic wellness practitioners so I was like wow like <laughs> what contrast I've put in my vortex. Like I have lived this crazy life I can connect with. I can really empathize with and connect with and understand so many beings who are going through this stuff. And I want to really cultivate and learn the tools of truly nourishing ourselves um, on every single level, mind, body, emotional, sorry, mind, um, body, physical, spiritual, emotional. Um, yeah, because they were all interconnected. It was like, okay, first I learned to nourish myself. And then that created like this steadiness of ease. It allowed me to tune into like my suppressed trauma and emotions. And then it was just like one thread after another. And I just like kept following that thread. Um, and, um, it's been a journey. Um, that was like, 10 years ago. And, so it's uh, that that pivotal point was ten years ago. So I've I've been on this this really beautiful journey. So it's like my ten year. Um, it's like a, a decade of of transformation. And like ten years ago, I could have never imagined myself to where I am today. It's just mind blowing. Um, uh, but I just took it day by day. One day at a time, one year at a time. Okay, how could I show up for myself this year and set really sweet, powerful rituals of consistency to begin nourishing myself? Um, you know, in those first baby steps, we're literally learning how to feed my body properly, learning how to heal my adrenals. Um, and all right, then next year, okay. Yeah, just like, um, so kind of circling back to what I started talking about, which is like, what can you accomplish in one year, two year, five years, 10 years? It's, it's crazy to imagine like my life now, just like what I'm doing. And like, um, and also not even to mention like back then I had just like this really toxic, uh, um, one thing I wanted to touch on that I didn't really, was just like also my relationship with money, um, and like moving out of my house so young. Uh, when I moved out, my dad was like, you can't take anything. <laughs> and, um, so I was like really in this like scarcity mindset and kind of like survival mode, just like really had this like toxic relationship with money, um, toxic relationships with people, thing, just like so many things. Right. So, um, just to look at like where I am in my life today and just like really be like, wow, Bridget, like I'm so proud of you. And all that you've accomplished and like all the people that you've helped like 
and inspired to like love themselves and to like be held in their pain um that's just really like mind-blowing to me and i'm so grateful for my journey and um and it feels so beautiful to like be actually like celebrating myself now like at that time i couldn't have like celebrated myself it was really hard um i'd probably like uh really beat myself up and now just like wow um just like what my business has turned into and my family life my finances my um a home my daily life my um yeah just just the life that i've created for myself coming from the life that i did and just like the limiting beliefs that i had and the trauma that i had and um and i think i've reached a point in my life and i think this is always like a cool time to reflect right the holidays and like being around family and um i think it it always brings up a lot for me um and capricorn season brings up a lot for me in general because it's like structure and worth and like our unique energetic makeup and so just like really tuning into who I am this life and really like loving myself and seeing like being around family and seeing where I've come from and um it's always it's interesting because I hadn't been home to Amarillo in four years since Ilya was born and and like seen my brother and my dad and um just like certain people in my life and and so it was like a really powerful like whoa like um i had remembered the last time i was around them just like which was four years ago and i was well on my um yeah just feeling like really healthy and vibrant four years ago and then to like not see them for four years and to just feel the reflection of how much i've grown um in those four years just really really powerful so i, I think family is always a really cool marker to just like see like um yeah just like how much we've grown and how beautiful and important it is to really celebrate ourselves and yeah thank you thank you for being here thank you for being on this journey with me thank you for um celebrating me for celebrating yourself um <laughs> <sighs> yeah this is kind of going to segue me into the episode i'm going to release next week which i'm going to talk about um just like uh, it's going to be a little bit more about the the nervous system and my journey with my nervous system amidst all this and i'm really looking forward to that i'm really enjoying this podcast <laughs> i'm really enjoying sharing with you and I hope you're having a beautiful end of the year. Um, wishing you a really beautiful Mercury retrograde in Capricorn this last uh, week of the year. And yeah, that's all. Love you.